Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Our goal is to win, for Christ's sakes. And you keep talking about the CBT. You keep talking about prospects and your long-term goal. Like, you just basically told us we ain't good enough. We suck. You let us down. Angry Lou. Angry Lou. A hole the size of I don't even know what in that bullpen. Keep playing like dog Recall by manager Lou. Go get me a goddamn first baseman. That's what I want. I don't want an outfielder D8. I need a first baseman. Okay, Lou, I'll ask you something. What? How do you go into the season without a closer? How do you not address the closer situation? Lou, what's up, bro? Good, how are you doing? Good. Well, it's always great to have you here, Lou. The voice of baseball in Boston. Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, our friend Lou Merloni, brought to us by Shaw's and Star Market, where you can win free groceries in their Grand Slam Summer Sweepstakes. Lou Merloni on the Harbor One Hotline. Hello, Lou. Hey, boys. How are we doing? Hello, Lou. Lou, I saw you doing a video, like walking the dog video, yeah. but you were at the beach. Yep. That doesn't count, Lou. That Sitting on no the beach dog. video. Yeah, all his big hairy chest, Lou. You got to shave that chest, boy. What? Oh, that's, no. wow, that's a hairy <laughs> Italian right there. <laughs> Here's the thing. I kind of back at the beach again here today because basically I'm enjoying my entire summer this week because of the weather. I've had yeah. the week off. I'm going to enjoy myself. So it is what it is, Bo Yates. <laughs> What is what? Why are you what? shaming Lou what? for being a hairy beast, for having testosterone, <laughs> for having hair on his body? What are you, a hairless wonder? I no, I'm like I have I have patches of hair. I actually have it worse. Like if I was to take my shirt off, you would see a patch of hair. Like they're like islands of oh, hair. Oh, so you're like a dog with alopecia yes. or something yes. like that. Exactly. You got the big spots. Yes, yeah, see, yes. Yeah, so like I'll have a patch here, a patch on my face, a patch. Man. on Yeah, it's 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 actually yeah, worse. Good. I wish I could push them all together. I bet you Lou shaved his first time at probably, yeah, 13. 
Given the genes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. There he is right there. You go to Twitch and Lou. <laughs> hey, he's got his beard <laughs> all shaved. <laughs> he looks good, though. Hey, Lou, how do you get away with wearing a chain with all that taco meat? Doesn't he get caught up in there? No, 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 no. I think the TV, I think the, the picture kind of brought out the hair. It's not that long. Oh, okay. It's really not. It's just, I think, on the, on the video, I don't know, whatever. You're at the beach. It's Maybe it's just blowing in the wind. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lou, so this is funny. Yeah. So I was like, all right, let me just, I just typed in Red Sox schedule and then news on the old Twitter and the old, like, uh, Google machine, right? Oh, boy. And I'm yeah. just going to read you some of the headlines because I feel like I feel like we've crossed over officially to looking to next year. And it goes to <laughs> remaking the Red Sox. Um, it goes to uh, Red Sox need to find a solution at second base. Uh, start looking at three free agent decisions. Like here, like there yep. are, I feel like most people like us being into September and it really feels like they're out of it. Lou are starting to look to next year already. Like, is that the ultimate sign of the season being Dunsky? Yeah. I also think it's media like doing its thing. The media kind of can look at it. I mean, I think the guys in the clubhouse sit there and say, okay, you know, if we have, if we have a good homestand here against Baltimore, New York, our next road trip is Toronto, Texas two teams that we're fighting with. So to me, it's like, how, how do we make that road trip mean something? I mean, that's what the players are thinking, but the media, I mean, let's face it, we've been, we've been down this road, we've been talking about the defense, talking about this team and the chances of them making the playoffs, and for quite some time now, nothing's really changed. They haven't completely tanked. They haven't gone on a great run either. So we got to start talking about new things, and that's building for the future. Well, Lou, uh, what... <laughs> What are you looking for in these final 20 games from guys that are either auditioning for a role next year, a veteran who might be kind of playing their way off the roster? Like from from that evaluation standpoint, is a lot of that stuff already done in your opinion? Or do these final games matter for some dudes, whether young or old, in terms of 2024? I think it's more about young guys, it's about getting eyes on them, right? Like, like I, I don't think uh, Adam Duvall or Justin Turner's last three weeks is going to decide whether this team wants to bring him back or not. I think there's other factors. I think they would. Then, of course, what the, what's the market? Other things. So, to me, it's about will you or you? You know, it's about uh, is he really in our plans? Like, if, we, if this team does indeed move on from Verdugo, is, is he in the mix? And Rafaela, are those two guys in the mix? Like, getting longer looks at him. Now, just because they get hot for three weeks or don't swing it for three weeks doesn't mean that they are or, or are not in the plans. But I think it's about the young, younger players in this roster and maybe some guys out in that bullpen, too, some of the younger arms. So, is, is, but is that, like, the, the right time to throw those guys out there, like those young guys, like, in such a, you know, <laughs> precarious situation? Is that, what we're, is, is that the right time to do that? Isn't that, isn't well, like, think, isn't that yeah. kind of a little reckless? Yeah, well, I... Listen, I think you bring a Bray up because he's a prospect. It's just unfortunate you put him in center field. This is this comes down to that game at Tampa the other day, right? Because the three kids that you played all made errors, extended the game, and big reasons why you lost that game, and a big reason why your bullpen was shot for two days. You know, Bray who takes the ball eye off the ball in center field, and he loses it in the dome. You know, but he's been playing center. He's been playing right. He's an above average outfielder, so they should feel comfortable with him there. You know, they start Rafael at shortstop because with the roster moves that they were forced to make, he's the backup shortstop. And, you know, he hasn't played all that much. I don't know how much he's played on turf. So, yeah, sorry, you got to play the kids. you got to play the roster. Like, we're back to, like, where we were before. These guys are here, and i got to play them. I get second base. Who, you decide who you want to play at second. Like, who do you want to play there? Valdez? Urias? Like, 
you make that call. Like, flip a coin or just put Raphael there and see if he can do it. Lou, there's been a, a lot of rumblings as of late, maybe the last two weeks, about maybe Bloom and the job security, mentioning David Stearns, I do believe, is the yeah. former executive, and Theo Epstein's name has been brought up, and it's almost yeah. like there are those that are out there trying to either, hey, maybe it's an either-or, it's either Bloom or Cora. How do you read that whole situation? Is there anything, or is that just a media creation? Well, that's the thing. I, you know, some of the names that you hear brought up, like, I'd be surprised if, like, John Henry moved on from Ben Sherrington because Dave Dombrowski became available, okay? Like, like the guy that's been there and done that before. So, you know, who is available? You know, like, is there a guy that's been there, done that before? Like, I, I, don't, I don't know if they would move on from Heim if there's just another low-level Heim that they kind of want to go find, you know what I mean? So I think they need to find, you know, somebody – if they're even thinking about doing that, I think it's interesting when you start hearing some of the names, especially the Theo one, it was sort of like, uh, yeah, I guess a man can dream, right? Cause I just look at it and it's like, we all know what Theo Epstein is. I have no idea if he wants to come back from baseball, but that would certainly earn a lot of trust. I think in a fan base in the city, if he were to bring him back, I just don't know the possibility of that. Yeah. Is in lieu, is that kind of how the opening press conference kind of starts? Uh, John Henry. Yeah. Okay. We fired Bloom and brought in a fill-in-the-blank guy because we did what we thought was best for the team, and we're trying to make the team better. It, I mean, it's a big assumption that John Henry would even be there. Well, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. playing make-believe a little bit here on this. Oh, <laughs> a little bit. When it comes to Theo, we clearly are. <laughs> yeah, because I wonder what another guy would do with this team. Like if if like if another GM, you know, CEO, like what would they do? <laughs> would they would it, would it be that simple? Just come in and spend. Here's like the, the the funny part about this whole thing, like you know, talking about Heim Bloom and what's his future. If they were to move on from Heim Bloom, the next guy comes into a really good position. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes into a team that's actually rebuilt the farm system. He comes into a team that that has like four or five young arms, maybe three or four relievers. But he got a guy in Bayo. He got guys under control. Tristan Casas, who's rookie of the year, running. Jaron Duran, who showed he can play. Yoshida can hit. Devers is tied up. Story can play short. Wong is a catcher. You know, your minor league system, your flexibility in spending. Like, like if you fire the guy that puts you in a really good spot for the next GM, then you could turn around and say, well, why'd I fire the guy in the first place? You know, and maybe that's just, I don't know, well, do you feel like he could take you to the next level? I think that's the biggest question yeah. with Heim. Yeah. Can he make that next big move? Can he make that trade? Can he make that signing that could put this team over the over the top? Yeah, I'm with, I see, I'm not, I'm with you. I feel like that is it. Like, is he just really good at, you know, fixing things and, and, and getting you to the starting line or, or is he just, and, and that's it. Or does he have the, you know, what's to really make those tough decisions? Cause didn't you say a while ago, like his blind spot was not being able to pull the trigger. Like that's where he was lacking. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe, you know, like making a decision on something, you know, being able to pull the trigger, having deals in front of him and just sort of being like, you know, just walking away from them. And, you know, there are a lot of good things. I don't like using the farm system. You know, given what's happened the last two or three years, yeah, they've gone from 30th to 4th or 5th. But, you know, you get a draft every single year, and when you don't trade away your prospects, of course your system's going to move up. You're going to pass organizations that use their prospects and trade their prospects to help their big league team. So you're going to pass those teams because they traded away guys because they're trying to win at the big leagues. So by slow playing prospects and just keeping them all, yeah, you better be a top five, you know, minor league system. Lou Maloney with us. Um Trevor Story in 24 games and 91 at-bats 
has 35 strikeouts, is hitting 176. Lou with yeah. an on base of 219. Uh, should we be worried here? Well, you'd be worried this year. I didn't think you're going to get anything out of him this year. What you're doing right now is looking at Adam Duvall's numbers about a month ago uh, since he came back from uh, the injury, you know, early April. I mean, he missed two months of the season, and for the first month and a half, he was hitting a buck 70 and punching out all the time, too, because he missed two months. Trevor Story has missed nine months. So I never expected him to come in and hit. I wanted him to catch the baseball, and I was hoping at some point in September he'd figure it out and it would click, and you'd get more offensive production than you were getting from Yu Chang. So I still think that's alive. I still think you're getting great defense from him. But unfortunately for him, it hasn't been a great start here in Boston. And I think, you know, a lot kind of rides on next year, you know, coming out of the gate, swinging the bat well, and being a little bit more productive, obviously a lot more productive offensively as long as he keeps playing short. Yeah, no babies, no injuries. Let's just start with that. No babies, no go. injuries. Okay. Yeah, no, have, no babies, a, no injuries. have a clean offseason. Yes, have an, <laughs> have an offseason where you don't have uh, don't have to do anything else but just play baseball. You mentioned Tristan Casas. Curious what you think about his odds are winning rookie of the year. I think offensively he's a better hitter than Gunnar Henderson, but then there's that's just that that's not the complete player though, right? Like baseball, sometimes I think hopefully we're starting to realize it isn't just about how well you swing the bat. It's like can you play defense? Can you run the bases? You know, do you have baseball instincts? Like this is what we're finding out. Like in in 2023 with the Boston Red Sox, and when it comes to Costas, he's a much better hitter than Henderson. But when it comes to base running and defense, you know, Henderson is is is, is better than he is. So it's like the complete player. I think it. I think you're looking at one and two. You know, maybe Bip, uh, Bippy, I think, out there in Cleveland, the pitcher, he might get into the mix as well. But I think those two are one and two. And, I don't know, maybe the next three weeks or so we'll determine it. So those two going out of here this week. Koss is a better hitter. He's a four-hole hitter here for a long time. So you're telling me Yoshida's out of the mix for rookie of the year because he's really not a rookie and he doesn't play defense? Come on now. Yeah, well, you know, offensively, again, he's there. But, again, the base running and the defense takes him out of the equation. And he'll probably be, he might be top five. I, I personally don't feel 30-year-olds who've been playing their Thank entire you. career in Japan should be considered a rookie. I think Thank Ichiro you. was a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. He was a Hall of Famer in Japan. He came over here and won Rookie of the Year. That's just not, that's, I'm sorry. Like, they know how to play professionally. They know how to travel. They know how to play in front of fans. They know all of it. I just, I just really don't believe in it. Uh, didn't he win the MVP that year too, Lou? Didn't he? I thought he was rookie yeah. of the year and the MVP. And uh, you're a million percent right. Like they're they're fully grown men who kind of know what they're doing. They're just adapting that to a 18, new league. 22 year olds yeah, exactly. who have never left their home. It, it really is Correct. a uh, it's a cheat code, very much so. Uh, well, you never know if you're roaming to the beach this weekend, you might bump into Lou Merloni. If so, <laughs> now the vacation's over. Nah. I've enjoyed my summer this week. I've enjoyed my summer this week. I get back to work, back on Ness, and I got like 16 of the next 22. Uh, Patriots so. plus four this weekend. Where are you at on that? Uh, I would think I'd flip that and go the other way. All right. Fair Eagles enough. Minus. All right. Yeah. Oh. Got to get a pick from Lou. Okay. All right. Lou yeah, Maloney. minus four. The offensive line is going to kill him. All right. Lou's with us on the Harbor One Hotline. Thank you, friend, and uh, we'll catch up with you uh, next Friday. All right, peeps. Have a great right. weekend, guys. You too, right. buddy.